As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. To some people, and this is what we find in, you know, in coaching, is there are many people out there who kind of go through their careers with blinders on, mm. not opening their eyes to the bigger picture of opportunities that are out there. Sure. There was a moment at Tribune Company when I was working in corporate America that they said, we want you to go to LA and work on this merger. And I said, yes. The big nugget is saying yes to opportunities that might get you excited. Mary Olson Menzel started her career as a reporter in Chicago and says she realized that three jobs to pay the bills and the next job offer in a small town in Wisconsin was not the career path she wanted. So how did she make her way to founder doing what she genuinely considers a dream gig? Thanks for joining. This is Bucket List Careers, the podcast. I'm Krista Laurie. So another former reporter. Mary and I share more than that, though, in common. She has that drive to keep pushing for more, more meaning in her day-to-day work, more of what she feels aligns with her innate skill set and allows her to live a lifestyle that works for a busy mom of three, a breast cancer survivor, and now a successful executive coach with her own company called MVP Executive Search and Development. Of course, we get actionable steps and takeaways when we talk to rock star coaches like Mary, and this episode definitely delivers. I hope you find value in it. So let's begin. Thanks for joining me on Bucket List Careers, Mary. Welcome. Thank you, Krista. It's so great to be here. I'm glad we pulled this together. We're neighbors. We're clearly kindred spirits, both having pivoted out of news into different directions. And now you're thriving in your place professionally. You have your own company. You are a first-time author with some books coming soon. And we're going to dig into all of that in these 20 minutes, which I'm excited for. But let's start with your first gig. You were in Chicago as a news reporter. I love it. That's a big market. You started out like me in cable news. Yes, yes, I love it. So that was my dream. What makes me tick Mm -hmm. is the stories behind the people, understanding people and what's going on in their lives and who they are. And so I was naturally drawn to the news and to television reporting, did it all through undergrad and then started as a cable field reporter for a cable station, local news station in Chicago. And it was amazing for a while. That's so funny you say that because I felt the same way. The breaking news was exciting. The fires and the snowstorms and people need that information. But the human interest stories were always my favorite. So we share that too. And then you went to another market in Wisconsin. 
I was offered a job at a smaller market in Wisconsin and actually turned it down. Okay. That was my first pivot in my career, a career of many pivots. Yeah. But that was my first pivot. I actually thought, gosh, do I want to go from small town to small town and eventually make my way up? I kind of liked living in Chicago and was really happy there. And so I did a little soul searching at the tender age of 23. Right. You're a baby. Yeah, exactly. And went to go interview for a job at an ad agency through a recruiting agency. Mm -hmm. And what ended up happening is they said, well, actually, this job might not be for you, but you would be perfect here. Would you come and work for us? Wow, that's incredible. That tells us a lot about you. (laughs) That's how I fell into recruiting, though. I mean, it was just right place, right time situations, which was really great. And so that really kicked off, I think, about a decade in recruiting. So what was lighting you up about it at the time? Obviously, it was working for you because you did tell me you were able to transfer your media skills to the recruiting, and that set you apart in your field. So tell us what was working and then walk us through to the point where it wasn't working anymore. Basically, that was a lot more money than reporting the news. (laughs) That worked really well for me for a while, but it was taking those that innate curiosity and those interviewing skills and putting them in a different direction that could make me more money, (laughs) which at 23, that matters, right? So I went and really learned, cut my teeth in a very, very fast-paced tech recruiting role, and then got recruited by one of our clients and was able to build a tech company from 250 people to about 5,000, and then was recruited again by a media company, a major media company in Chicago at the time. And that to me, Krista, was the beautiful marriage of my background and love of television and media entertainment, along with recruiting. Amazing. So, yeah. yeah. But then there was a transitional moment. And I believe you told me this was when you had decided to move to New York with your significant other. Tell us a little bit more about that and how your personal circumstances also probably informed your decisions going towards, you know, what you really feel fuels you, fuels your soul beyond the paycheck. Yes. And that that's the ultimate aha moment, right? Isn't it? I mean, honestly, so I loved my job at Tribune Company. That was the major media company that was a major media company back then. Yeah. I loved it. And then for family reasons, relationship reasons, we moved to New York. And so I was forced to walk away from that job that I really, really loved. Then I worked for several different recruiting firms here in New York when we got here. Mm -hmm. And what I found was that was not lighting me up. I learned through the years that it's really, really important to follow your bliss and follow the things that actually get you excited to get up in the morning. And so what I found that I missed was the coaching. There was just no coaching involved in these retained executive search firms. There was coaching, but it wasn't technically coaching, right? Right. So you're coaching your candidates, you're coaching people and how to find jobs and all of that. But the deep, deep depth of like how much I care about people was not being applied to my job. And so I had a very pivotal moment. My son was born. And then five months later, my dad was killed in a car accident. And I, it rocked my world and it caused me pause to say, what do I really want to do? And what do I want to do with a 10 year old, an eight year old and a one year old at home? How do I want to live my life? And that was, I've had so many different 
little inflection points in my life, but that was a big one. Sure. On a beach during spring break with my husband and watching the kids in the sand, he said, okay, it's time for you to start your own business. You were ready. I was ready. Did you know you wanted to do your own thing with recruiting at that point? Were you 100% sure you were going to be a solopreneur in that particular industry? I did because I actually knew that I could bring on some clients immediately. And so what I did was I actually then designed a recruiting and coaching firm in a way that back then in 2011, 2012, nobody had done before. Now the biggies have all done it. Corn Ferry's done it, all of them. But what I did was I created a firm that had executive search and coaching. Right. I noticed that it sort of has this hybrid feel. So you were at the forefront of that. Good for you. Thanks. And so tell me a little bit about diving in versus the planning. You know, we just did a solo episode where we talked about SMART goals, you know, the acronym, specific, Mm -hmm. measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound, and how that'll just help you craft your goals. But also the approach. Are you more of the planner? Do you like to get all the forecasting in? Or are you a dive-in person? So how about you? How did you do it? And and did that serve you? I am a dive-in person. Okay. I am a follow your gut and the rest will fall into place. <laughs> right. But it, it aligns with how you probably operate in all areas of your life, correct? Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't that I did it without researching and without right. planning, but I knew in my heart that the timing was now. And I then reached out to all of my entrepreneurial friends and said, how do I do this? There you go. You started your networking. Okay. So how long did it take to go from the point of conception to launch? Gosh, faster than I thought. I mean, it was really (laughs) easy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for all of you out there who are wanting to start a business. There are only a few things you need to really, really, truly do, right? And part of it is legally set yourself up as an LLC or whatever you want to set yourself up as. Make sure you have the right lawyers in place. Make sure you have the right strategic plan in place for the first year, revenue goals, a website and technology behind that. And some clients, right? Right. There you go. I had the clients. I just had to get all the rest in place. And so that was about three months. Were there any unforeseen obstacles that you navigated that you could probably help us by explaining? Or maybe it was smooth sailing, which happens. (laughs) Every day was an interesting adventure because Mm -hmm. I went from having a big staff and tech support and admin support and everything else in my corporate life to having to go to Kinko's (laughs) and having to go to the PO box to pick up a check and all kinds of little things like that, that the entrepreneur doesn't always think about. You have to get really, really scrappy with your vision. Right. So what would you say in terms of what you've experienced, your journey, all the pivots, I mean, and they've been successful ones based on that and that evolution, would you say are the most valuable takeaways from your journey? The most valuable of all is being open to whatever opportunities come your way. Mm. When you say open, what do you mean? Nimble, flexible, open-minded? Yeah, All of the above, Krista. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, truly to some people, and this is what we find in, you know, in coaching is there are many people out there who kind of go through their careers with blinders on, Mm. not opening their eyes to the bigger picture of opportunities that are out there. There was a moment at Tribune Company when I was working in corporate America that they said, we want you to go to LA and work on this merger. And I said, yes. So it's really saying the big nugget is saying yes to opportunities that might get you excited. 
Oh, 100%. And then as an entrepreneur who is juggling family and trying to achieve that sweet spot of balance and financial success and reward, and as we said, you know, purpose, feeling fueled by what you do, what do you think would be your best takeaway in that area? How are you making that work? Yes. Gosh, that's the ultimate question. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, because we're coming out of COVID. I'm sure you had to do some, some hybrid work. I'm sure you were doing all this Zoom stuff. And now... It feels like we're returning to a different world, of course. I'm sure you're allowing flexibility for your employees and for yourself. But how are you managing it now, nowadays? Yes, yes. So this is another integral piece of how to find balance in your life. And I mean, if anyone has the answer to find it ultimately, please let us know because <laughs> I think we're all working towards it's that It's all goal. a work in progress for every one of us, yes, even coaches yes. like you. Exactly. And what was so funny is... There was one more pivotal moment that I'll tell you about, Krista, Mm -hmm. that was big. And it pertains to the wisdom of an 11-year-old. I love it. So coaching, recruiting, I had a whole team of recruiters. We were running on all cylinders with the coaching practice, the leadership practice, and the recruiting practice. And then 2020 hit. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, needle off the record, nobody knows what to do. The coaching practice quadruples in demand and revenue and everything else. And the recruiting slowed down. And what I realized at that time while teaching fourth grade and running a business and making sure my employees were okay and helping a senior in high school get through his life and a college sophomore figure out 2020. Totally. There was so much pulling at us working moms, right? It's a tough time. I was writing a book on having a career that lights you up. And how to make that happen, because that is part of what we do in coaching. It's the practice of helping people see the opportunities and the possibilities of where their career can go. Right. Fast forward about a year into 2021, my littlest is sitting outside playing lacrosse. And typically during 2020, I played a lot of basketball with him. <laughs> I was sitting there, I was on my computer. I looked very stressed out. I had too many moving pieces and he's, he stopped me and he said, mom, you're a coach and you help people find careers that light them up. And I said, yes. There you go. And then there was like this long pause. And he said, you don't look very lit up right now, mom. <laughs> <laughs> right. From the mouths of babes. From the mouths like, of babes. Just that honest, authentic comment probably really pierced through you, right? Meant so much. I I Mm -hmm. almost commented back and then I paused and I said, you know what, Christopher, you're right. And so I did another pivot. This was Krista, I think was like the icing on the cake. I really looked and said, is the recruiting side of the business lighting me up anymore? And the answer was no. Mm -hmm. And so this year, first quarter, 2022, we phased out recruiting. And we are solely focused on coaching and leadership. And it has been amazing. Look at you. You know, as you said, being open and being flexible and nimble, all of those words apply to, I think, the success that you're, you're finding right now. And then let's talk about your books and also just where people can learn more about you. What the book number one is all for an individual about how to find a career that you love, Mm -hmm. how to really look inward and figure out what it is that's going to get you excited and then how to do it. So it's kind of like a how-to book for anybody who's at a crossroads in their career. 
Book number two is much more for the corporate world in how executives navigate with grace and humanity and empathy Mm. through crisis. Do you actually give some examples, some stories of specifics? Oh, I like that. And they're coming out both in the coming year. In the coming year to two. This is a long process, these books. (laughs) I'm sure. I wonder, I'm far from it, but I wonder if that's my path too. And, you know, you're a communicator, so am I. And I learned so much from each person that I could see how this could be a fantastic compilation at some point in book form, possibly. I would love that. And just, just one more thing you actually did say, how can people find me? They can find me on LinkedIn. They can also go to our website, which is www.mvpexec.com. MVP exec. And there's all kinds of goodies and, and learning on that website. I love that I had you on the show. Mary Olson Menzel, thank you very much for being with me here. Love having you with me on this podcast journey. Grateful you are listening with me. And have you written a review yet for us? It's always appreciated. I often get DMs saying, oh, I love this episode. Thanks for featuring this or that guest and a reason why. That's really all a review is. It just takes a moment of your time and it means a lot for our growth as a show. All right, everyone, more fresh Bucket List Careers content coming your way on Thursday. In the meantime, be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean cellar. the mini fridge. Yeah, it's a mini yeah, it's fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.